Welcome back to your therapy tools. The topic of this episode is sexless relationships. So if you found yourself in a sexless relationship, it can be pretty heartbreaking. And you may hear other people tell you um, not to be so superficial. Sex isn't everything. And they're right, but you're not being superficial. Sex isn't everything, but sex is a whole lot of things in a relationship. Sex releases the uh, bond chemicals in our brain. The oxytocin helps us to reinforce our bond. It's a way to show our love and affection for each other. It's, it's a way of expressing how deeply we want to intimately connect with another human being in a loving relationship. So when the sex dies, there are so many concerns and so many assumptions. And a lot of times if your communication is terrible, your sex life won't be much better. So let's think of it like a pie analogy. Um, You look back to the beginning of your relationship, right? It was really passionate. There were butterflies. You were living the dream. The attraction between the two of you was insatiable. But in the beginning, there was also an end. You had your first fight. And you had more fights, and those fights kind of killed those butterflies one by one. Your intense passion went from roaring flames to a low ember. You started to notice little things about each other that maybe weren't so hot. Instead of having sex every day, you were now doing it maybe once a week. Maybe you put on a little bit of weight, and now you've acquired a nickname that points that out. And now you're having sex once every two weeks. And you resent this. And you believe that if somebody loves you, they love you. It doesn't matter if you gain weight or not. They still love you. They still want you. (coughs) You begin to harbor more resentment. You refuse sex from time to time. And now you're having sex once a month, maybe. You love your significant other and you decide to drop the resentment. You decide to forgive. You attempt flirtation. You attempt initiating sex. But you're shut down and you're left feeling awkward and rejected. You try to open a discussion about this with your partner, but you get blamed for the whole scenario. And again, you shut down. Now you're facing your one-year mark, sexless. And you don't know if you should just end this relationship or try to make it work. Make it work. Hmm. It worked without effort in the beginning. It was flawless. It was effortless. It just worked. It was like eating pie at a pie shop together. You know you still love each other, but you also know that you cannot abandon your youth your pleasure, your spark, your sex life, just to stay loyal to something that is not feeding you with the intimate nourishment that you crave. Superficial? No, not at all. Sex is a vital piece of the pie in a relationship, and when it is non-existent, there are some issues, major issues. 
If medical reasons are ruled out, then there are some serious major issues going on. We all love to eat pie, and when we are denied or are denying ourselves, it leaves us hangry for it. It leaves us lonely. Now, someone on the outside of the pie shop who's watching you sit there with no pie might have a pretty simple solution. Uh, Hey there, leave the pie shop. You're not eating pie, get out of there. But people on the outside looking in have no idea what is going on between you and your significant other. They don't know your history. They don't know your hearts. They don't know what kind of trip you two took to get to the pie shop you're sitting in now. Now, if you thought for one moment that your significant other was enjoying some pie with someone else behind your back, might be as simple as that stranger's solution. Leave the pie shop and never return with your significant other. The issue is that your significant other is eating pie alone and has been for some time. He or she is eating pie in secret behind a locked door and you know it. He or she is eating pie that you used to share with one another. Isn't this as bad as sharing the pie with someone else behind your back? On some level, yes, it is just as bad. It almost screams out a statement, something such as, You're not worthy of this pie and I refuse to share it with you anymore. Ouch. You can enjoy pie alone too, but after a while you feel a little ridiculous about it and it doesn't taste as good as when you share it. It is lonely to sit at a pie shop and eat pie alone, and soon the thought of sharing pie with someone else, someone other than your significant other, becomes a recurring thought. Those daydreams leave you unsatisfied, though, because the strangers in the scenarios don't know you like your partner does. They don't have that history with you. There are... They are just uh, dreamt-up versions of your significant other, giving you what you most desire from him or her. So back to the query at hand. Now what? What should you do? What can you do? Do you keep on awkwardly eating pie alone and longing for that connection and bond that eating the pie together used to reinforce for the two of you? You ask yourself, how could anybody not want to eat pie with me. You feel depressed, deeply sorrowed, much like grieving. Grieving the sex life you once had. Grieving that feeling of belongingness and attractiveness. That feeling of being somebody's one and only. Somebody's focus. Somebody's desire. The solutions just seem so damn simple. Open a discussion about it with your partner. Tell him or her you missed that experience. Make that first move. Invite your lover to enjoy some pie with you. Alas, you have done this and and more, but to no avail. There has been talk and there has been action on your part. You've been using healthy communication tools. You've sent out your golden invitations lit by dazzling glittery lights and the invitation was not accepted. Therefore, you are not accepted. No pie for you. Denied. You see the soup Nazi from Jerry Seinfeld yelling, None for you! 
in your head, only he's yelling, no pie for you. And it's heartbreaking to see everyone else getting theirs, but you get nothing. This damages your self-esteem. It punches your ego below the belt. And it leaves you, frankly, feeling confused. You begin to feel like you're not worthy of such a wonderful confection. You begin to feel ashamed of your deep desire for it. And you're left trying to convince yourself that you don't, you don't fucking need it. So what? Maybe those strangers looking in at you as you sit alone are really onto something. Keep it simple. No pie, move on. Now if it were only that simple. If physical loving intimacy were a pie shop where you enjoyed pie with your partner and you received no service upon waiting for a very long time, you would likely stand up and say, fuck this place and leave. You might find another pie shop. You certainly would not sit there for a full year waiting for a single serving of pie like a desperate pie junkie. So let's lose the pie scenario and get real, okay? If your relationship has a history of some intense and unresolved issues, if you have attempted communicating your needs, if you have remained loyal to try to find a solution, if you have researched and exhausted all avenues and there's still a huge communication breakdown and complete lack of sex with no medical issues, maybe it's not you. Have you tried your best to own your part and make amends? If so, and if you feel you have not been met halfway, perhaps your solution is as simple as moving on. Perhaps the relationship has had too many cracks in the foundation, too many unresolved issues, lack of communication, reciprocation on their part, and cessation of all sexual activity and physical affection has occurred. Maybe it is simple, as simple as saying, this thing is truly over. You cannot hang on to the good times you shared in the past as an anchor of loyalty to a sinking ship. Let me say that again. You cannot hang on to the good times you shared in the past as an anchor of loyalty to a sinking ship. Doing so is incredibly unhealthy and toxic for you mentally and physically. So be grateful for the good times and realize that if you're not making good times to look back on right now for your future, you are wasting your time and your partner's time. You are wasting your precious youth. You are denying yourself a fulfilling, delicious piece of pie that you could be sharing with someone who loves you. I'm going to leave you with a mantra, a law of attraction mantra, if you have found yourself in this situation and you're starving for a nice piece of pie, but you're not getting any, and you're feeling like you're unworthy, you're feeling like your self-esteem has gone to hell, I want to leave you with an affirmation that I want you to repeat eight times in a row every morning for 21 days 
and I challenge you to do it and find out what the results will be, okay? So here it is. Write this down. Grab a pen. Write this down. I am worthy of a healthy, loving relationship. I am worthy of a healthy, loving relationship. I am worthy of a healthy, loving relationship. Say it with a smile because it's true. Say, I am worthy of a healthy, loving relationship. Do this every day. Say it eight times in a row with a big smile and a warm feeling in your heart as you feel the gratitude for having just that because it's coming into your life. I don't know from where or from whom, but it's on its way to you. All you have to do is claim it. So write down, write it down, put it on a post-it, put it on the mirror in your bathroom, and every morning say it out loud eight times. I am worthy of a healthy, loving relationship. <laughs>